Sunday, July the 25th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Welcome back everyone to our second week in the book of James as we journey through our summer Sundays. It's all about action. Having spent a lot of time thinking about the script, perhaps through our lockdown periods, now's the time to put it all into practice. We've longed to be let out, to be let loose, to live again. And James writes to the church, encouraging them that their faith is alive and they need to live it. And he says this right off the bat, consider it pure joy. How joyful are you in this season? How joyful are you as a husband, a wife, as a father, a mother, as a sister, as a brother, as a friend, as a work colleague, as a neighbour? Consider it pure joy. It's all about joy. Now, maybe you've got two responses to your joy this morning. Maybe you're thinking, yes, I am filled with joy because we are getting back to normal. Maybe you are filled with joy because of another reason, or maybe you're feeling, well, actually, I'm not so sure that I'm full of joy because I'm still carrying a sense of fear. I've got this going on in my life, and and while everyone seems to be getting let out and getting back to normal, that doesn't seem to be my story. Both of those positions seem to be incompatible with what James is talking about. Because James says this, consider it pure joy when you face all kinds of trials. He's talking about a joy that's not connected with the circumstances. And we talked a lot about that, didn't we, in our series last year in the book of Philippians. He's talking about joy even when we are facing trials. And maybe you were wishing and hoping that we'd put the trials behind us and we're skipping into a new utopia. We all know that that's not the truth. We all know that even though restrictions will lift and things will get back to normal, there will be other trials of all kinds personally and corporately just around the corner. So how can we be people of action and people of joy, even though we know that we will still face trials? Well, James says, if you need wisdom in verse 5, and I'd really encourage you to get your Bible open and have these verses in front of you. James chapter 1, the first few verses. Look at verse 5. It, it says that if we if we need wisdom then we can ask and we will be given wisdom generously. I would suggest that this is an area where we all need God's wisdom to know what it is to have joy even when we are facing trials. And why is that so important? Well, because as we know, the joy of the Lord is our strength and we all need strength for action today. Verse 3 begins to give us the clue as to God's perspective. Trials are there to help us stretch and develop our faith. 
It's a bit like exercise. Without exercising, without stretching a muscle, it doesn't grow and get any stronger. One of the things that I was challenged about recently in my own uh, physical exercising was how easy I can get into a plateau. I, I do the same things at the same intensity and I feel like that keeps me fit. And maybe in a sense it does, but it doesn't help me to get any fitter. If I'm going to get fitter, I need to keep stretching that muscle, increasing the hit rates, increasing the intensity, lengthening out the time. And it's the same with our muscle effect. And trials give us the opportunity to stretch our faith, having trusted God through a difficult time, having been obedient when it's hard, having clung on to him when there's nothing else to cling on to. We come out of that season with a stronger faith more effective in action. And so here we are invited, and let's be clear, James knew all about trials. The church that James was writing to was under huge pressure, especially because of persecution. They knew all about trials. And James writes, effectively saying, if I can summarize these opening verses, embrace the trials Because they will help you become more like Jesus. Embrace the trials because they will help you become more like Jesus. Now I have to confess that my response to trials is probably often like yours. And that's we try not to embrace them, but to escape them as quickly as possible. What did we say again and again and again and again and again over these last uh, 16 months? How much longer? When will this end? When can we escape? And yet James is saying, embrace the situation that you are in because it will help your faith to grow. So what then can we say about God's wisdom that we desperately need in times of trials? It's still a turbulent time. We know that there are other struggles and difficulties and trials just around the corner. So so here we are, four, four perspectives. Four perspectives that James would bring to bear on our trials so that we can consider them joy, so that we can embrace them to help us become more like Jesus. Number one, trials are here to stay. That they are our ordinary life. In this world, Jesus says, you'll have trouble. We can try and escape them, but we'll only run into another one. We can flee from one trial and run headlong into another. Trials are here to stay, but we can know joy in the midst of them. Why? Because trials are opportunities for us to encounter God. Remember what we said last week about James having encountered the risen Jesus. That encounter for James was so real, was so daily, was so right now, here and now, encountering God in the midst of the trials that he was able to know that joy. We can encounter God in the midst of the trials. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, you are with me. So firstly, we know that trials are here to stay. That's God's wisdom. Secondly, we know that trials are an invitation to encounter God. Thirdly, and you can see it uh, here in, in James, thirdly, trials produce greater faith. 
Who wants greater faith? All of us would say, yeah, I'm in. I want my faith to be increased. I want to believe in God more fully. I want to give myself more fully to him. Well, trials are the soil in which faith grows. And then fourthly, and lastly, look at verse 12. James brings it to a wonderful conclusion. His wisdom around facing trials are a wonderful conclusion by reminding us that whilst trials are here to stay in one sense, they do come to an end. And the trials of this life give way to resurrection. We see God breaking through now and in eternity, bringing trials and struggles to a glorious end. Verse 12, when we receive for ourselves the crown of life. So we need to get comfortable with the trials. You see, for me, and this is the big idea, the main thing I just want us to encourage one another to chat about, to reflect on this week. When we face trials, we think, let me get through this trial and then I will get busy for God. Let me get through this trial and then I will serve God. Let me get through this trial and then, and then, and then. And of course, we never get there because there's always another trial and always another trial. This is an invitation to discover what it is to live the life of faith in the midst of trial, to get busy serving God, to get busy submitting to God, knowing that in the end, he's got it all and he's got us in his strong grip. And one day we'll all wear the crown of life. God bless you this week.